When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers, once again. We are back with Sir Crokington, and we are exploring the untold heaps of bone. Now, uh, we're back on the third floor. I probably should have gone to the fourth floor before we left, but oh well. Just got to find the door back. Oh, here it is. It's just below the nose. Open the door. You grasp the iron wing and give it a mighty tuck. With the reverberating groan, the heavy slab begins to swing slowly outward. You step back and watch as the door, of its own momentum, continues to slowly swing open, its resonating groans echoing along the gloomy corridor. After several moments, the door screeches to a stop, and we fully revealed the broad arch it was concealing. Beyond the arch, a step, set of stone steps spirals down into darkness. Descend the stairs. With your trusty light part in the doom, you cautiously make your way down the spiralling stair, taking care not to lose your footing on the well-worn slabs. At last, half after descending nearly 200 steps, you reach the foot of the stair and step onto a broad landing, directly before you, on the far side of the landing, raises a tall stone arch. Staring through the arch, you can see nothing but a pall of impenetrable gloom. Step through the arch. Standing before the stone arch, you thrust out your trusty light and attempt to pierce the veil of darkness that fills the broad opening. The gloom of your light is utterly devoured by the thick, unnatural gloom. Step through the arch. Holding your trusty light out before you, despite its inability to pierce the darkness, you warily step beneath the arch and slowly advance into the pool of shadow. 128 experience to general. It just keeps going up with each floor. You're taking less than a dozen sh steps into the dark when the floor beneath your feet begins to shift. Struggling to maintain your balance, you stumble forward, oblivious of any of the potential perils that may be lurking in the darkness. Suddenly, only a split second before panic sets in, the gloom melts away, and you discover your surroundings have changed. Alright, I'm now on the fourth floor. I'm on the white eye. Blazing in the centre of the floor is the glyph, the returning glyph. Alright, we've got to find the brazier, the skull and the door. Suddenly, you draw to a halt as a powerful sense of dread washes over you, picking a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from mine, 20 from from spirit, 10 from aura. Got to get 75 or more. Pick now. 144. After nearly a minute, the fear begins to fade, and you cautiously resume your exploration along the passage. Alright, got to the, to the white nose. Now to go round the jaw. Here's the skull in the lower white jaw. What explore one tooth? Explore the other tooth. Here's the door. The lower left jaw. 
There's a charred skeletal horrier. Horror. It's got hide armor and it's wielding a mace. Just gonna quick combat it. 5 XP and of course some loot. Oh, and 19 gold directly. Well, some of it was a trinket. Here's a brazier just, just below the nostrils. Here's the bone warrior. Quick combat that. Got another Ardivarian artifact. Those can be used. It's a wing belt. And there we are. And some gold. Another powerful sense of dread. Same check as before. 83 success. After nearly a minute, the fear begins to fade, and you cautiously resume your exploration along the passage. Alright, I've got all four of the places you have to find. Now, all I have to do is fight enough ghosts. Here's an armoured skeleton. Waistcoat and wielding an axe. And, of course, more loot. Some of it's pretty heavy, but it's all pretty valuable. Don't know who's buying all this, but... Charred Skeletal Fiend, cha Ancient Chain Vest, and wielding a mace. Another 5 XP, some more loot, pretty modest loot, compared to what we've been finding before. Powerful Sense of Dread, passed again. Alright, Skeletal Stalker. Alright, some more loot, and another 5 XP. It's a bone fiend. More loot and 5xp. Oh, I'm starting to fill up. Ah, here we are. Here's another one of those twisted iron chunks. Suddenly, as you step past the remains of your undead foe, your eyes are drawn to a small piece of twisted iron lying next to the skeleton's outstretched hand. You could promptly take possession of the curious item. It's a twisted iron chunk. It's... This small piece of twisted iron appears to be something that was melted down and allowed to assume this state. Having secured the chunk of iron amongst your belongings, I'll use it now so I can quickly use it again. You make sure the belongings, you once again set off through the gloom. It's just a little trick you can do. Wag clad bone fiend, quick combat that. Some more loot. Looty dooty doot. Oh, it's the second twisted iron chunk now. Alright, put it in the brazier. And that, that works like it did before. There's the skull behind it now. The... Wait a minute, what's here? No, the wooden door. Lower left, white jaw is... Examine the skull, suddenly... A low hiss from behind you sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself as a combat-ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A scale-clad skeleton, its skull covered by an ornate, visored helm, steps forth from the shadows, each of its bone hands clamped around the hilt of a short blade. Two blades? Wait a minute. That skeleton gets to dual wield and I don't? I don't like that. It's not fair. It gets dual wield and I don't. I can, I can only equip I can equip a weapon and a shield. 
and I can two-hand, but there's no dual wielding. Probably because, honestly, that'd be a, probably a pig to program. Well, probably not that much of a pig. Hmm. I, I don't know, but you would have to... So it would be something. You have to be some sort of programming and you have to balance it out as well. Well, not really. Because Swift's never really been a game that's been concerned with balance. His bone. The jewel-wielding undead terror. His long, ragged hisses assailing your ears. Swiftly closes in, brandishing its weapons with an unnerving degree of skill. Skeletal champion. Fearlessly attacks you. I even more fearlessly attack it. I don't know how you can do that. How can you be more fearless than fearless? Practice. I have negative fear. That must be it. Anyway, it is slain. 6xp and a distant rumble of thunder reaches your ears. A strange item, a wood icon, has appeared among your possessions. Well, I'll be identifying that at some point. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turn the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton, discover only one item of any particular interest. It's an ornate short sword, I'll take it and then look at it. The left half of a skull is engraved is, engra is engraved on the rounded pommel of this ornate sword. This weapon is of well-crafted quality. Presumably the other half of the skull was on the other weapon, but that got broken in the melee. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Suddenly, BANG! In the distance, the dissonant, unmistakable clang of a slamming door sounds in some far corner of this grim lair. For nearly a minute, you stand perfectly still, listening intently. But no further noises reach your ears. With every sense on edge, she once again resume your exploration of these shadowy passages now. Alright, I'm going to wander around a bit to see if there's any more random battles to bump into. Because, of course, I want the loot. But, I don't know, maybe they were all shut off once I opened the door? Kind of hard to tell. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, uh, is this would be nice if there was a message or something you could click on to say whether there's any random combats left. Which maybe they have, they have that they had that in they have that in Wackner's Mad and in the and in these random she cave sea caves and dark caves and a few other places as well. Where you can just know whether there's any random foes to bump into. But it seems like there isn't. Alright, open the door. It's like, like the last time. Descend the stairs. Step through the gloomy arch. Step through the arch. Pool of shadow. 160 XP to general. Yeah, I, the ground shifts and I'm in floor 5 now. Alright, I'm on the left eye. Left eye socket, I guess. Alright, filling. Just exploring everything We're on the right eye now. Do, 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 do. Okay, there's the door. 
in the corner of the right eye. Alright, now going around the jaw. It's a decayed skeletal horror with a left waistcoat and brandishing a hammer. Not much good it did it though, because it's a dead. Alright, now. Hmm. Here's the brazier. You know what, I'm very nearly full up, so I'm just going to make my way quickly to the... Here's a charred skeleton. Oh, yep, my inventory's full. I'm going to drop off this sturdy mace to pick up this sturdy leather belt. Now to get out of ugh, Grim Skeletal Terror. Alright, what can I... Alright, I've got a sturdy, sturdy leather breastplate to pick up. Yeah, that's, that's pretty sturdy. What can I get? Uh, must be something. Uh, these leather gauntlets. Uh, what else is common, common, common and not... Uh, these padded greaves. Uh, one more thing to get rid of and then get rid of this common leather belt. There we are. Okay. Now I'm going to make my way back. Alright, that's the door. Oh, wait. Oh, oh I forgot. It's on the left side. Oh. Uh, okay, well, I'll be making my way to the left side. Uh, I got another twisted iron chunk on the way. Uh, I just sold 17,000 gold worth of stuff. Now to go back where I was. You know what? I think I'm going to just automatically go back after every floor. Let me at least that way I don't have to worry about leaving anything behind. Back to the cave of mists, into the cave. And we're back where we started. There's a decayed skeletal stalker with more loot to loot. And here's my twisted iron chunk. I have two now. Pity I never saw what happens when you put just one in, but maybe that'll be later. Some more loot from a some sort of undead. I was clicking too fast to even read which one it was. Skeletal horror. Take bash that. 5xp. Get the loot. Alright, here's the brazier. Just going to put the chunks in the brazier. Twisted iron chunk. And there we go. And the skull symbol is behind it. Now to find the skull. Here's the engraved skull. It's in the left. It's on the left tooth. Examine the engraved skull. Suddenly, a long, low hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and <coughs> and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A scared skeleton clad 
entirely clad in red spilt armour, moves out of the gloom and draws to a halt. His lifeless gaze frozen on you. The undead warrior, clutching the haft of a long-handled mace, emits a long, low hiss as he raises his weapon begins closing in on you as a red-armoured skeleton. Alright, just gonna bash, 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 bash. It just fearlessly attacks me. I fearlessly stab it. Devastating blow for some damage. Anyway, it is slain. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turn the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton, discover only one item of any particular interest. It's a long-handled mace. What's it like? It's got it's sturdy, so it has one melee rating. A series of skulls etched into the iron haft. A series of skulls is etched into the iron haft of this long-handled mace. This weapon is of sturdy quality. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and beautifully check over your equipment. And that's the door opening there. It's the same as the last time the doors opened. Right now, I just have to find the door. Somewhere, somewhere, where are you, door? Checking out the white eye now. Oh, there's the door. And I think, yeah, we seem to have used up all the random encounters. Right, I'm going to go down there. And then... Open the door. Opening step. Descend. Yes, exact exact same message as bef as the first times. Step through the arch. One hundred and ninety-two experience to general. All right, gonna get out of here. Oh, suddenly a bone-chilling shriek erupts from the gloom. It's a sinister, shadowy form hurtles into view. The wailing spectre, his fang jaws gaped and his ragged arms outstretched. Flies directly at you, picking a number. Bonus of 60, 20 from mind, 20 from body, 20 from spirit. Got to get 100 or more, or it will run straight into me and give me serious spookiness and coldness. Pick now. 140. As if warded off by your incredible, remarkable strength of will, the howling spectre soars to within a few feet of you before abruptly turning and flying off into the shadows. For nearly a minute, its ghastly cries continue to echo along the passage before finally falling silent. You once again acutely aware of the sensation you're beginning to float off the floor. And back at the mouth of the cave, I'll just pause while I sell some stuff. And I'm back on the sixth on the sixth level of this Grimlet. Starting out on the white eye socket. I've just found the door also on the white eye socket. It's powerful sense of dread again. Same check as before. 80, I succeed. Alright, top of the nose. Left eye socket, powerful sense of dread. Past that one too. 142. Here's a skeletal fiend. Quick combat. 5xp. And of course, loot. That's with two O's, not with a L-U-T-L-U-T-E, because that would be weird if you just found a loot of that type in this in this in this place. Because for some reason, I don't think these skeletons particularly appreciate appreciate music. Hmm. 
Oh, maybe they'll add some music. They wouldn't be so angry. He's a bowed warrior. Don't no point doing the song because it's not a skeleton warrior. All right, more loot and eight gold tokens. Clattering skeleton. Five XP and yet more loot. All right, exploring the jaw now. Okay, I found a brazier. In the lower left jaw, powerful sense of dread. 74, failure. After nearly a minute, the fear begins to fade. But the terror inflicted upon you is almost certainly produces some insidious lasting effect. Okay, what, what could that be? Shake him and otherwise unharmed to resume your exploration along the passage. Hmm. Insidious lasting effect. What could that even be? Well, here's the engraved skull. One-armed skeleton. Loot that. Maybe it's just... I, I didn't see anything, but maybe it's behind the scenes. It's not going to be a permanent statue, stat loss, because that would be freaking ridiculous. Now it's a skeleton. and More loot. 57 gold. Charred skeleton. With more loot. Unmatched leather gauntlets. And just three gold. That time. Here's a twisted iron chunk. Now, time to find out what happens if you put just one twisted iron chunk in the brazier. You place the twisted chunk of iron into the glowing bowl, step atop the ornate brazier, and watch as the metal instantly begins to soften and bend. Within moments, the piece of iron melted into a weaving, bubbling mass at the centre of the shallow bowl. A brilliant flash of white light erupts from the brazier, forcing you to turn your head and shield your eyes. Seconds later, when the dazzling blow departs, you turn again to find the glowing bowl atop the ornate pedestal is again empty. Affixed to the wall behind the brazier is a curious and somewhat sinister iron design. Alright, so a large flattened piece of iron was shaped to resemble one half of a skull is affixed to the wall above the bowl. Alright, so that's what happens if you melt just one treated chunk of iron. You only get half a skull. So, time to find the other twisted iron chunk. Here's a skeleton. And 5 XP, some loot, 20 gold, and here's my twisted iron chunk. Just going to wander around a bit, finish off the randoms. Oh, <laughs> look, I didn't even... Okay, I can drop this sturdy quarter staff at least. Hmm. Even one floor is enough to have more than I can carry. Alright, is that it? Alright, I think I've... I'm going to drop this sturdy iron wad. And a sturdy battle axe, because there will be... Alright, here's the skull. 
Examine. Let's examine this engraved skull. Who's going to be the boss this time? Oh, no way. I can't examine the engraved skull. I've got to use this twisted iron chunk. Okay. Which admittedly will reduce my cumbrance by one, which is nice. And there we are. Now to the skull. Examine the engraved skull. Suddenly, a long, low hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. You instinctively spin around and draw yourself into combat ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A lumbering, broad-shouldered skeleton, its skull split in three, in three places, stumbles out of the dark and hisses loudly. The unarmed fiend, its hands fitted with oversized iron gauntlets, begins advancing on you. The scrape of its heavy footfalls mingling with the clatter of its moving bones. Hmm. Yes, yes, gauntlets. Because we don't, we don't really use gauntlets as weapons because we use gauntlets as gauntlets. But some of them are also weapons. The ones we get from Spite Fist Mighty if you happen to kill him. But I guess if you're going to... I guess if you fight unarmed, all your gauntlets are weapons. It's a bone brawler. The skeletal foe fearlessly attacks you. Hmm, I'll probably mix up the... Maybe if I was... I was doing, giving this a once-over. Probably just mess up the... The, the attacking, attacking line. Just to say, hey... Just to indicate that these are actually unique foes that attack in their own way. A devastating blow for 28 damage too. Okay. Do 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 it is slain. 8 XP. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turn the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone. The mist of the passage. Amidst the remains of your skeleton you discover only wise eyes many particular injuries. Iron gauntlets. Let's have a look at them. This pair of iron gauntlets bears the marks of master craftsmanship. Is that a unique item? Let's just have a look. No, no. No, no, it's not. It, it's definitely, it's a unique item. It's just... Because it doesn't have numbers like all the other loot items, so let's just look. And with a bang, the door another door opens. Alright, let's get to this door. Then we can get down to the next layer. Where is this door though? Is it Oh yes. Right eye socket. No, and that's a glyph. Just above that is the door. Open the door. Alright, descend the stairs. Step through the arch. Step through the arch. 224 experience to general. Alright, now just get on the glowing glyph. 
float out. And now to sell all those items and store all the unique ones. I also took the opportunity to identify the icon I found. It's the wood icon of legendary agility and another 16, 16 XP to Arcania. Let's just have a look at that. Legendary agility. It, it provides one extra agility. This small square glowing icon is crafted out of solid wood. It's obvious the strange object is not of this world. The likeness of a leaping stag, stag is etched onto the surface. And this is one of those imbuable icons you can put on imbuable equipment, but all the imbuable equipment is a little bit rubbish. So that's just one of those systems that never really went anywhere. So, so, it's, so it turns out the icons have more become a symbol of just how many fights you've had. Because the more fights you've had, the more icons you've got. So you can generally, it's just a rough guess of just how much you've used this character. So you can, you can just tell, tell it, oh, oh look, this guy has gazillions of icons. I've been using him for ages. Or her, or it, or whatever. Anyhow, pause again. And we're back there on floor seven. I spawned on the left tooth. Exploring the white tooth and going around the white jaw. A loud one blow ups from the far end of the corridor. You whip your head in the direction of the dreadful sound and behold a bewildering and terrifying sight. Rolling out of the gloom, creaming off the passage walls as it hurtles towards you is a massive ball of bones. The grim spear, filling almost the entirety of the hall, is comprised of human bones and skulls. Only swift and decisive action will save you from being crushed by the nightmarish construct. So, I can use telekinesis, fortification, conjuration, or necromancy 75+. Plus, but necromancy is the only one I have at that level. I should Probably, next time I leave, level up Telekinesis, Fortification, and Conjuration to that level. I'll just write that down. Tele, Bort, Conjure. Yes, okay. I'll be doing that next time I set off the loot. Unless I forget. Necromancy again. Succeeded. 24 experience to necromancy. Summoning your power of necromancy. You fuck. Focus its dark might against the rolling spear of bones. Within seconds, a detestable entity completely unravels, scattering its remnants among along the hall until there is nothing left of the vicious bulk. Unnerved by the gruesome encounter, but relieved to have escaped, escaped, escaped it unscathed. Take just a moment to check over your gear before quickly setting off along the passage. Okay, going along the bottom of the nose. It's a one-armed skeletal score stalker. But, still slain, still slain. Here's some loot. 
And another skeletal scorker. This one with two arms, apparently. Didn't mention it, but I assume it has two arms because that's the default number of arms for human skeletons. If there's any... If, if there's a dif different number of arms, you'd probably be told about it. And oh, nine gold too. Skeletal Fiend. 5 XP for all of these. Bit of, little bit of loot. Little bit of loot. For a tweet. Oh, it's another one of those balls of bones. I'm going to use necromancy again. Alright, are, are these balls of bones getting more frequent? Oh, there's uh, the brazier in the corner of the left eye socket. Alright, here's another skeleton. Five, five XP and some loot. Here's your tri first twisted iron chunk. There's the door, also on the left eye, but just a bit further up. Okay, skeletal terror. Not that terrifying, what with it being dead again. Because I've slain it for some loot and another 5 XP. Going round and round and round we go, filling up all the holes. In the exploration, so you can say you've been everywhere and done all the things. Oh, another one! Another bony, another bone ball. Necromancy again. Say, Oi, you bone ball! Stop coming in my direction! And he's like, Of course, of course. <laughs> and then it dissolves. And it's like, Oh, how embarrassing. Uh, Yes, at this rate, whoever's behind this is going to have no balls at all. Or something like that. Uh, yeah, and some... I slew, I slew something. I didn't read what it was. Ghostly Bones... Ghastly Bone Stalker. 5 XP. And more loot. Here's the second Twisted Iron Chunk. And there's some more loot for something else. Alright, everything. Hmm, all the three places I have to investigate are around the left eye socket. Convenient, I guess. Oh, and fi uh, slay something else. 55 gold. Right, here's the brazier. Just going to use those... Twisted iron chunks, used them up. Charred skeletal terror, 6 XP. Oh, they're getting tougher. Can't really have any more loot. Examine the engraved skull. Suddenly, a long and low hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into combat-ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A sword-wielding skeleton clad in chain armour rushes at you out of the shadows, its rusted blade poised to deal you a savage blow. You manage to narrowly dodge the undead creature. 
undead creatures initial swipe and swiftly counter with your own attacks. Skeletal swordsman. Your skeletal foe fiercely attacks you. I stab at it. Oh, he's doing a whole load of devastating blows in a row. But I recover from that. Another devastating blow for 26 damage. And it is still slain. 8 XP. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turn the undead feed into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton, you discover only one item of any particular interest. It's a rusted sword. It's too heavy for me to carry. One, five, nine. Hmm. Wait a minute. Is this a score I've picked up earlier? Well, we'll find out soon. If we have two rusted skulls in our... Just drop off this dagger. There. Alright. A tree of skulls are engraved on the hilt of this rusted longsword. This weapon is of inferior quality, so it lowers your melee rating by one. Bang. Door opens. Alright, let's go down that door. And then we can... Opening the door, descend the stairs, go through the arch. 256 experience to general. On the glowing glyph. And now time to sell some stuff and store some stuff. Oh, I found out that that rusted sword isn't a unique item. I got one of them earlier. Oh well. Still, it makes a nice pair. I'm now on the 8th floor of the Cave of Mists. I began on the right tooth this time. Charred Skeletal Warrior. 6. 6 XP and some loot. Because there's always loot. That's just how this dungeon works. And the door is on the left tooth. So the entrance and exit are very close this time. Of course, I've got to do things in the interim. Staggering Bone Terror. 5 XP and loot. Alright. Hissing Skeletal Horror. 6 XP and loot. We must be right in the middle of the boundary between 5 and 6 XP. Skeletal Stalker. 6 XP and loot. Including 8 gold. Here's the, twist, the first Twisted Iron Junk. There will be more soon enough. Because there's two on every floor. Armoured Skeleton. Scale Gauntlets. Well crafted for loot those. Here's the skull on the white eye socket. Alright, and some loot from that. From well, something... Didn't read what it was. You draw to a halt as a powerful sense of dread washes over you. Bonus of 50, 20 for mine, 20 from spirit, 20 for aura. Gotta get 75 or more, 78 check. Now, oh, I forgot to level up. Forgot to level up the powers. Silly me. Here's a bone stalker. Right, padded grub superior. Some loot. Second twisted iron chunk. Armoured Skeletal Horror. 
Some more stuff to loot. Alright, the brazier. Found the brazier. Powerful sense of dread. I passed that. Check easy peasy. Here's a skeleton. Fought that. Got some stuff to loot to sell later for more gold, which will just most of it will just be stored in a big pile. But there is there is a use for gold that I'm gonna have turn up pretty soon. Probably in the next episode, because well, might as well. Plate seas, wings home, plate gauntlets. Oh, oh, oh see. Oh I'm fully loot loaded now. Uh, drop a broadsword. Alright. Well, I'm fully loaded, so step onto the glyph and get out of here. Oh, it's that phantom that's swailing at me, but I got past it. I'm at the cave. Okay, time to sell and level up. And well, I'm back. Time to find where everything is again. Alright. Maybe everything's in the same place it was before. Guess we'll find out. Looks like all the monsters, all the random encounters are dealt with at least. So it won't take very long. Won't take long even with them. Here's the engraved skull. Just, just a bit northeast of the nose. Right, the ornate brazier. Time to use my twisted iron chunks. And use. They melt. The score appears behind. And there's this. Examine the engraved skull. Suddenly, a long, low hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into combat ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A one-armed skeleton, its back bearing a tall, folded pair of bone wings, limps out of the of the gloom and pauses at the edge of your light. Then, with a sinister hiss that echoes oddly along the passage, the long-dead fiend staggers forward and attacks, swiping you two with his clawed hand. <laughs> and so on. It's a winged skeleton. The skeletal foe fiercely attacks you. And so on, devastating blow, and another devastating blow for about 20-something damage each time. Anyway, it is slain. 8 XP. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turn the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton, you discover only one item of any particular interest. Unidentified square iron wing... And there it is. Still wounded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Alright, and the door opens. Alright, let's get to that door. Probably on the left left tooth. Alright. I think I've got enough space left over. Open the door. 
down the stairs, step through the arch, step through the arch. 288 experience to general. Okay, I'm on the ninth floor. I'm on the left, left, left side jaw of this skull, making my way around. Down the left eye, here's the skull. Twice in a corner of the left eye. Suddenly, without warning, several arrows streak out of the gloom ahead and hurtle towards you along the corridor. I can use fortification or shadow magic. I think I used fortification before, so shadow magic. Succeeded. 4 XP to shadow magic. A chorus of angry whispers floods your mind as you swiftly channel your power of shadow magic. Heeding your summons, the shadows along the edge of the passage instantly stretch along the corridor, forming a web of gloom that easily snares the streaking arrows. After several seconds, the clouds retreat, depositing the bone arrows on the floor with a sharp clatter. Unnerved by the odd attack, but now more more mindful than ever to remain on your guard, you warily set off along the corridor, with your trusted light source held out before you, its reassuring glow parting the darkness. Okay. And there's the door, just a boat on the bridge of the nose. Skeletal warrior. No, 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 skeletal warrior. You don't do the song for that. It has to be skeleton warrior. Yeah, those are the walls, which I just made up. Skeletal warrior, do 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 do, and some loot from another skeletal warrior. All right, filling in a one arm skeletal fiend. Six XP and loot. All right, decayed skeleton and six xp oh, oh, oh i don't want to keep that that's short swords only common not even worth picking up oh and 52 gold as well oh okay there's the bowl in the upper right jaw here's a bone horror gonna loot that and there's loot and gold because there's always plenty of loot and plenty of gold here Ghastly skeleton. Loot and gold. Loot and gold. Clattering skeletal fiend. Loot and gold. Loot and gold. Bowed arrows. Okay, I'm going to dodge it this time. You twist. You spring. You spring straight into the air. In a frantic attempt to dodge the volley of bone arrows, picking a number. Bonus of 49, 20 from agility, 19 from luck, 10 from body. Got to get 75 or more, or I will have jumped straight into the path of the arrows. Pick now. 136 success. You nimbly and narrowly manage to dodge every last arrow in the deadly volley. Yeah, I just see them slooping down behind me. Unnerved by the odd attack, but now more mindful than ever to remain on your guard, you warily set off along the corridor with your light source held out before you, its reassuring glow parting the darkness. Oh, it's it's a. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Another streak of arrows, uh, fortification now. 4XP to fortification, in response to your hasty summons, a shimmering wall of golden sparkles appears before you, spanning the full breadth of the hall. Well, I don't need that much protection, but you don't know, maybe they're twisty arrows. The streaking, streaking bone arrows slam into your magical barrier, many of them shattering on impact before mine for harmlessly or clattering harmlessly to the floor. After several seconds, the glittering field abruptly vanishes, unnerved by the attack. But now more mindful than ever to remain on your guard. You warily set off along the corridor, with your reliable light source held out before you. It's reassuring, showing glow part in the darkness. Bone terror. More loot from that, as you'd expect. There's the first twisted iron chunk, Bone Fiend, more loot, second twisted iron chunk, view and use to put it on the quick list. Alright, here's the brazier, use the twisted iron chunks. Alright, let's get to the... Let's get to the skull. There's a skeleton in my way, but not for long. Not for very long at all. Bone Fiend, you will not stop me. Right, decayed skeleton. Ooh, ooh, I'm, I'm fully loaded up again. Oh, I'll get rid of this padded shirt. There we go. Oh, yeah, that, that's where the, the skull is, upper left. As you probably remember. Upper left of the left eye socket. All right. Examine the engraved skull. Suddenly, a long, low hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into combat-ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A headless skeleton lurches into your pool of light, hissing wildly and brandishing a tall wooden staff. The fleshless horror, internally denied the quest for which its spirit aches, rush, rushes forward. 
Its lengthy, lengthy weapon cuts, cutting a deadly arc as it swiftly bears down on you. Now, no, I know this isn't your fault. I know you didn't. I know you didn't want to be a skeleton just prowl for eternity, a creepy extra-dimensional catacomb. But I'm gonna try and fix that. But that does mean I have to smash you to pieces to do it. I hope you're not too sore about that afterwards, but you probably shouldn't be because you have no nerves left. Headless skeleton. Alright, which means I can't cave its skull in. Gotta cave its ribs in instead. It fearlessly attacks you. It's fearless because it can't see a thing. So it doesn't even know it's in danger. And it wouldn't care anyway. Devastating blow for 24 then 27 damage. It is slain. 8 XP. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turn the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton you discover only one item of any interest. It's an ashwood staff. It's very heavy. So I've got to drop something else to make room. What shall I drop? What shall I drop? Uh, this chain helm. Is that enough? Nope, still too heavy. Alright, uh. Eat this. Drop a hide belt. Nope, still too heavy. Drop another common hide belt. There. Anyway, looking at it closely. A jagged shard of iron is set into, the, into each end of this tall ashwood staff. This weapon is of exceptional quality. It's got a melee weighting of 4, which means it's of exceptional quality. Because that's just, it, all the mundane weapons with an exceptional quality are melee weighting of 4. That's just how it works. Because this game doesn't really care about what type of weapon you use, just how good it is. And whether it's magic or not. Because once it's magic, it's... well, it can be anything, because magic. Alright, it's taken, and I'll be storing it in a residence momentarily. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. And a door. And the door is unlocked now. Alright, let's get to the door. Is that here? Yep, yep, on the bridge of the nose. Open the door. Descend the stairs. Step through the arch. Step through the arch. 320 experience to general. Alright, now. On the glowing glimpse to get out of here. And now's a sell and store. Sell and store. I've just identified the wing. It's the Iron Battle Wing. 16 XP to Arcania for doing that. It's 2 melee waiting and 4 stamina points. Okay, a pretty, pretty mediocre wing. Probably, probably been very rarely equipped. This... A skull is engraved in each of the four edges of, of this square iron wing. Alright, yep, that will... I'll just store that now. 
Store the items you're carrying. Store the iron battle wing. Store. There we are. 142 unique items are in my residence now. Now, back to the cave on the 10th floor. How far does this place go? I guess we'll find out soon. Unless it goes very, very far indeed, in which case we'll find out later as we keep going down. Here's a charred skeleton. Quick combat that. And some loot for that. Powerful sense of dread. 85 experience to general. I want a bone ball. Want to see what happens. Here's a skeletal stalker. Bone disease, padded boots, splint gauntlets, high gauntlets. All very nice. Here's the bowl in the upper left jaws. It is a skeleton. It is slain. It is loot. A superior scythe and two gold. Alright, going round, going round, going round. What was that in the corner? Bone warrior. And some loot. Here we go. Oh, it's the bowl, yeah? Alright, skeletal warrior. Do 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 Alright, and some loot from that. Okay, Hissing Skeleton. It is slain for 6 XP. And then I loot its corpse and any other bits of bits of stuff that just happen to be in the region. Because I assume most of these skeletons, a lot of these skeletons had equipment on them. Because, you know, just yunked from battlefields. Because that's always a convenient place to find skeletons. Well, comparatively flesh skeletons of people that aren't haven't been so whittled by arthritis and osteoporosis and various other bone weakening diseases that mean that means if you yeah you can necromancy them but they'll probably snap in half the instant you try to get your skeletons to walk and that won't be any good, wouldn't it? There you are. You're you're a necromancer going. Oh, I'm a necromancer. Behold my old my bone skeleton army, which I salvaged from the graveyard behind the old folks' home. Oh, oh no. They all fell apart. Oh God! Don't I? I? I I need younger bones, younger bones, tougher bones, bones that don't break. Yes, yes, yes. I really, I really, really shouldn't have set up that deal with that deal with the hospital for people with especially weak bones. Yes, yes. That 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 was a bad idea. That's. I need stronger bones. Where, where, okay, where, oh, where am I going to find lots of young, vital men? Or women. Or women, women bones are perfectly good too. Where am I going to find lots of healthy, vile people who die? Hmm. Oh, oh yeah, battlefield. 
All right, now just to sneakily cause some wars. Or maybe I'll just get some goblins to do something. Yeah, get some goblins. Here's Gruesome Bone Stalker. Quick combat. 6xp. Chain belt, wing belt. And here's the first Twisted Iron Chunk. Grimbone Fiend. Quick combat that. 6xp. And some loot. There's always loot. Clattering Bone Warrior. Cease your clattering! It's very annoying. And that is why I've slain you. Also, because you're in the way. Mostly because you're in the way. Skeletal Warrior. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, I can't, can't fit the scythe in my inventory, but it's only sturdy, so I'm going to bother. Now, if it was a superior scythe, that'd be another thing entirely. Great skull in the north, northeast corner. Oh, ooh, hmm. I seem to be... Well, okay, I've got too much stuff, so I'm going to drop some stuff to pick up some stuff. And another skeleton defeated. That's literally what it was called. Oh, 123 gold. Including a trinket worth 18 gold. Sort of convenient that... Sort of convenient that all these places use... you. All these skeletons were drawn from some dimension. It uses coins that are close enough to what we to what we use in Tysa. Although I accept since I'm going to assume that in Tysa the the value of a coin is based almost entirely off its gold value, so that if you were to find some weird coin from an alternate dimension with a where the where the fat where the head is some lizard bloke and the tail shows and the tail shows a flying boat or something, they'll be just like yeah, well it's still gold and they'll just let you exchange it easy peasy for the normal stuff, and then they'll just melt it down. And they'll just melt it down to. For goldness, because everyone likes gold, apparently. You know, except Cybermen. They don't like gold. Because you can use it, you can... Because you can divide it into incredibly thin particles and massler, and it goes up their vents, and it totally messes them up. A skeletal terror, it is slain. Ah, too much stuff again. Also, some straight gold. Skeletal horror. And 68 gold there. Okay, where is this brazier? Bone stalker. Okay, more stuff to drop to make. Right, back to the metal bowl, and I think I've looted everything now. Okay, use the twisted iron chunks. I've got them white, yep, two of them. And use... 
Alright. Now, to the bone to the bones. To the skull symbol. No, 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 no. Right there, northeast corner. Examine the engraved skull. Suddenly, a long, low hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A robed skeleton, its its bone face concealed behind an ornate wooden mask, steps out from the shadows and immediately advances upon you. The vicious, undead terror, its vicious fingers gripping the hilt of its long-bladed dagger, hisses savagely as it swiftly closes in. It's a fleshless fiend... The skeletal foe fiercely attacks you. Deals devastating blow for thirty damage, but that won't hold that won't stop me. Another devastating blow, twenty-eight damage. And then twenty-one, twenty-seven, I'm just gonna use a hand of healing. And I've slain my foe. And ten XP. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turn the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. A mist. A mist remains at the skeleton. You discover two items of interest. It's a long-bladed dagger. And an unidentified wooden mask. I'll be taking both of those. Oh, oh no. I've still got not, not got enough space. Well, I'm going to drop more. And, and now I've got them. The unidentified wood thing. Unidentified wooden mask. The silhouette of a skull is emblazoned on the forehead of this thick wooden mask. Square cutouts for your eyes and a downturned cut for your mouth. Give this odd piece of head armour an eerie look. It's unidentified, I'll be identifying it later. The long bladed dagger. The leather that wraps around the hilt of this long bladed dagger is stained with blood. This weapon is of superior quality. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Bang! And that's the door opening. Let's get to this door. Where is it? Here it is, just a little bit southwest. Still in the still in the white eye socket. Open the door. Stone down in stuff. Descend the stairs. Step through the arch. Standing before the stone arch, you thrust out your fateful life source and attempt to pierce the veil of darkness that fills the broad opening. The glow of your light is utterly devoured by the thick, unnatural gloom. Step through the arch. Holding your light out before you, despite its inability to pierce the darkness, you warily step beneath the arch and slowly advance into the pool of shadow. 352 experience to general. Suddenly... You take your less than a dozen steps into the dark, when the deep gloom surrounding you suddenly melts away, revealing a cavernous dome chamber, the centre of which rests a tiered plinth. Glancing back, you are nerved to discover the arch through which you've passed is no longer there. Even more unsettling is the fact that there doesn't seem to be any identifiable exit from the chamber. Oh, looks like I'm dying. Oh, well. The soft hiss from the chamber, originating from somewhere. A soft hiss drifts through the chamber, originating from somewhere near the tiered dais. And what's this? 
A second hiss mingled with the sound of metal scraping on stone reaches your ears. Another hiss, long and low, echoes through the chamber as a solitary figure of bone, clad in a suit of rusted chain, steps onto the top of the dais. The lone skeleton stands atop the dais, his rusted chain suit rattling as his fleshless form shifts, pivots as it appears to slowly survey. Say the entire chamber. The young dead creature's white hand grips the hilt of a massive sword, the blade of which drags along at its iron-clad feet. Suddenly, the armoured skeleton turns its head in your direction and begins to slowly descend from its lofty perch. A powerful awe of fear seems to surround the undead horror, for as it reaches the foot of the dais, a wave of terror washes over you, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from mind, 20 from spirit, 20 from aura. Gotta get 20 or more, or be too scared to think straight. Pick now. 112. Success. You manage to resist the sudden urge to turn and flee, instead choosing to draw yourself into combat-ready stance as a skeleton starts off the womb towards you. Suddenly... The armoured skeleton halts its advance and raises its sword until its blade is pointed at the dome ceiling far overhead. The sharp crackle of energy fills the air as thin tines of blue and yellow energy streak down out of the gloom and weave themselves around both the sword and its wielder's fleshless arms. With a deafening streak, a broad arc of lightning leaps from the blade and streaks towards you, its fearsome brilliance momentarily illuminating the entirety of the cavernous space. Alright, I've got some options. Fortification, shadow magic, gating, or just dodge it. Random.org? Tell me what to do. Alright. One to four... And four. Looks like I'm dodging. I'm going to try to dodge lightning. Like it's that one really annoying side quest in Final Fantasy X. You throw yourself to the floor and cover your head in a desperate bid, bid to dodge the lightning attack. Although fortunately I only have to do it once. And it doesn't require any reflexes on the part of the... The part of the person who's safely in a non-monster-filled realm. You pick up the random number. Bonus of 40. 20 to agility, 10 to body, 10 to luck. Success of 75. Success requires 75. Or I get shocked. Pick now. 109 success. The bolt of lightning surges over your prone form. Come within mere inches of you before striking the floor several yards away. The deafening roar of the blast tears through the chamber, shaken but unharmed. You stagger to your feet as your armoured undead foe continues its steady advance. The armoured skeleton, hissing wildly, moves into melee range and swipes out at you with its massive sword, forcing you to retreat several steps after dodging the blow. With your every thought now bent on defeating this undead fiend, you plant your feet and assume a defensive stance as the gruesome skeletal warrior again closes in. This 
is an accursed bone lord. And it's accursing a lot of people. Although perhaps only because of the curse it itself has on it. Hmm. It's kind of hard to tell it's kind of hard to tell all its history because we're kind of too busy trying to kill each other oh well and there's there's no law book entry to these so we just have to assu- i'm just assuming once i defeat this everyone goes free somehow begin combat the bone lord swipes at you with this massive sword and i stab at it with my tiny blade massive blow for 28 damage and it is slain. But this is necromancy we're talking about, so... Slain doesn't necessarily mean much. The armoured skeleton emits a long, ragged hiss as it collapses into a heap of shattered bone. As you step back from the remains of the long-dead warrior, you grasp in horror as the creature's bones begin to slowly pull themselves back together. You come to the horrifying realisation the skeleton is attempting to reform itself. Quick! We need a dog! With a second thought, you step forward and attack the moving heap of bone, determined to prevent the skeleton from ever rising again. It's a rising heap of bone. Now you, stay super dead. A sharp fragment of bone flies at you out of the heap. Oh, it's already in fragments. So you just got to keep smashing it into its dust which then gives you which then gives you silicosis and various other nasty lung diseases but you won't know the effects of them for about 30 years so you won't care because <laughs> you'll probably be dead from something else by then because this, this is a medieval style place so life expectancies not that much a sharp fragment of bone flies at you out of the heap. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And it is slain again. Will it stay slain? No. 6xp. You stare down in horror as the heap of bone begin- begins to quiver as the skeletal remains again attempt to reform. Quivering heap of even more broken bone. The sharp fragment of bone flies at you out of the heap. Hey, I'm like, that could get me in the eye. And I didn't wear any goggles. You've slain your foe. 5 XP. Your final blow shatters what remains. The heaps of bones into countless fragments that get set all over the floor at your feet. Exhaling sharply, you step back and survey the chamber so a disquieting sound of rubble reaches your ears. The squirting sound of a faint rumble reaches your ears. Alright, looks like uh, with this thing slain, this whole catacomb place is just going to blink out of existence. Which is probably the best for everyone, really. Because they'll just naturally just go to wherever it was they were supposed to go to. Suddenly... A reverberating go- groan echoes throughout the chamber as the floor beneath your feet violently shudders. Large chunks of stone begin dropping from the arch ceiling high above. A massive piece of w- the massive piece of rock, massive pieces of rock slam down all around you, 
their fearsome bulk crating the floor. Suddenly, a pulsing hum echo mingles with the sounds of the crashing stone as a swirling black portal opens at the foot of the dais. With no other apparent exits, you immediately realise your portal may be your only chance of escaping the collapsing chamber. But, I've got this sudden notion to search this heap of bones. Well, it wasn't going to be there if there wasn't something there, so... Search away. With chunks of stone wading down into the chamber, you hurriedly search through the heap of bones. Fortunately, the bones are very small, so anything big enough to be worth picking up will show up really quickly. I could just spread the bones about. Just spread them into a thin, thin layer of bones and hope they don't try to reform while I'm doing this. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 37. 19 from luck. 18 from thievery. Gotta get 100 or more. Pick now. 99. Oh, so close. You put your search through the bone pile. Turns up nothing of any particular interest. With large pieces of stone continuing to topple into the chamber. From high above. You wonder if you can afford to linger here much longer. No, no. I've started. I will continue to search the pile of bones. With chunks of stone wading down into the chamber. You continue to search with a heap of bones. Same check again. Bonus 37. Success 100. Pick now. 74. Failure. Alright. Continue to search through the pile of bones. Okay. Uh, search again. 57, 59. Failure. Search a heap of bones. Bonus 37. Success 100. 41. Failure. Continue to search the pile of bones. With chunks of stone waning down into the chamber. Continue to search a heap of bones. Bonus 37. Success 100. 72. Failure. Continue to search the pile of bones. Pick now. 39. Failure. Okay. If I keep failing this, will I die? I'm quite curious. Pick now. 79 failure, search again, 135 success, Phew. towards the bottom of the heap of bones, of course it's at the bloody bottom, you discover a small stone symbol carved to resemble an owl, you recognise the strange symbol to be the symbol of an ancient Wozalian religious order known as the Brotherhood of the Shattered Star. Alright, I'm guess I'm guessing what happened is the spirit the undeadifying spirit decided to just take the body of this Wisolian knight knight at uh, knight priest guy and just went yoink you're my skeleton now and Apparently, amongst his remains was this stone owl symbol, something like that. As your hand closes around the symbol, an odd sensation washes over you. Stone owl symbol. This stone-shaped owl symbol is that of an ancient Wazorian religious order known as the Brotherhood of the Shattered Star. Several long cracks run through this intricately carved piece. Almost as soon as the feeling begins to fade, a tingling sensation passes through you. Your stamina points have been permanently increased by two, which is nice. Suddenly, a massive chunk of stone smashes into the floor, only a few feet from where you said, Oh yeah, that, 
the whole collapsing collapsing chamber because I defeated the boss. Realising you can no longer afford to delay your escape. You rush across the chamber towards the portal as massive chunks of stone from the arch ceiling continue to rain down throughout the chamber. Picking a number. Bonus of 39. Okay, this should hopefully be a bit quicker. Nine, 20 from agility, 19 from luck. Got to get 100 or more to either get to where I got to go or make some progress. Pick now. 139. Success. Oh, where was that luck? Where was that degree of luck when I was searching for the things? Hey, hey. You nimbly twist and leap away from the massive piece of stone. It slams into the floor in front of you, the impact nearly shaking you off your feet. With every thought bent on reaching the portal, you continue to sprint across the chamber, dodging the massive chunks of stone that rain down all about you. You're just over two-thirds of the way to the portal, picking a number. Bonus of 39, 20 from agility, 19 from luck. Got to get 100 or more. Pick now. 126. Success. You nimbly twist and leap and spring away from the massive heap of stone as it slams into the floor in front of you, the impact nearly shaking you off your feet. With your every thought bent on reaching the portal, you continue to sprint across the chamber, dodging massive chunks of stone that weighing down around you, picking a number, bonus 39, success 100, pick now, 102, success. You nimbly twist and leap away from the massive piece of stone slams into the floor in front of you, its impact shaking you off, nearly shaking you off your feet. Twisting your to a white, narrowly dodging a massive chunk of falling stone. You stumble forward and draw up to the churning vortex, hoping and praying the magical gate will take you safely out of the lair of horror. Because I don't really have any other choice. I mean, it could. I mean, it could take me out of the horror, but it could take me anywhere in thousands of worlds. I could end up, I could end up in Slough! Slough! That's slightly worse than the untold heaps of bone, according to, uh, according to the jokes that people make about that place. Honestly, I went there, it wasn't really that bad. As you move forward, preparing to step into the portal, a low, ominous hum emerges from the gate's inky core. A pair of black armoured skeletons, their hollow eye sockets emitting a faint reddish glow, emerge from the portal, brandishing flame-reefed swords. The gruesome skeletal pair is now blocking your path to the portal, as the chamber continues to collapse around you. Hissing wildly, oblivious to the peril above, the Grim Warriors move in to attack. So I could use an item. I just happen to know the items, the owl symbol we just got. Or I could hold them or just get, try to get past them. You know what? I'm going to fight them. Because it seems that no one's done that before. Hold your ground and engage, engage the skeletal duo. Within seconds, the skeletons are upon you. Hissing wildly as they slash at you with their flaming blades. Two skeletal guardians. Obviously, it's a free plus. All right, twin. All right, I'm gonna be twenty-four. Twenty-four damage takes you to ninety-two percent. 
And another 10 damage takes you to 89%. That's 34 to 89. And then uh, 60. 60 to 80. So, okay, so they've got 300 SP. The skeletons slash at you with their flaming swords. Finally! A skeleton with a different attack. Alright, I'm just going to bash these now. Right, these two skeletal guardians. Okay. They slash at you with their flaming swords. Nearly slain. And now slain. 7 XP. Both skeletons are now little more than heaps of shattered stone. With no time to dwell in your victory, you bound over their remains and leap into the churning moor of the portal. The instant you enter the portal, you're tumbling at a frightening velocity through a frigid, lightless void. Your terrifying descent, continu terrifying descent continues for nearly a minute until a soft voice slips into your thoughts. Its gentle sound swiftly belaying your growing fear. You will return to the light. The darkness will lift. The instant the voice fades, the darkness around you vanishes and you discover, much to astonishment, that you're once again, once more standing in the forest, directly below the mouth of the cave. Well, that's convenient. I didn't end up in Slough. Well, Unless there's a cave exactly like it near Slough. For a fleeting moment you feel as if a lurking malevolence is close at hand. Observing your every movement. But as quickly as the unsettling feeling takes form it fades. Leaving in its wake a welcome sense of tranquility. 1024 experience to general. You're deep in the heart of the copperwood. Standing before the gaping moor. The cave gorged into the base of a tangled, rock-strewn hillside. A thick, foul-spelling foul mist drifts out of the door of the shadowy cavern. Its presence seemingly odds with the dry of the forest move away from here. Suddenly, suddenly, a soft, feminine voice slips into your left ear. It is unmistakably the voice you've heard before. A voice you've heard before. Don't turn around. It's best we don't see each other. Not yet. Perhaps not ever. Your pulse here quickens as you listen to the whispered direct directive. You're immediately aware the whispered voice is that of your mysterious rescuer, the unknown woman who helped you escape the bandits that took you captive after, an after the ambush on the coach, um, which was the very first adventure. And uh, we also have encountered her before, in while while exploring Kiara's tomb, and and the second time we were count we encountered the minions of Zatharuk Timebender. I find little time to keep up with your doings these days, whispers the voice. But I am, but I'm never far. You can count on that much. Our roads continue to wander in different directions. But I think in time they will inevitably grow closer. There remains much danger, of course. Although you've seen just seen to a bit of that. 
resisting the urge to turn and face the woman. You instead ask why she returns. After a lengthy pause, pause her, reply, her whispered reply slips into your white ear. I'm always watching, as much as my own circumstances can permit, whispers the voice. It's becoming more difficult to maintain such devoted vigilance. But I was never promised an easy road. You can only guess at your importance. But even you cannot fully fathom it. I'll help you out, when I'm able to. Before you can question her further, the whispered voice suddenly drifts into your left ear. The place you've just escaped was not expected. Seems our enemies are moving more quickly than we guessed they would. Enemies? I wonder at my own choosing of that word. Perhaps there is a term more fitting for their wall. But I dare say I can't put my finger on it. There, this is for you. I do hope you discover a use for them. You hear what sounds like something small landing on the ground behind you. After a lengthy silence, you realise the mysterious woman who you've yet to lay your eyes upon, is gone. You quickly turn around, your eyes scouring the forest for any sign of your unknown ally, but there's no sign of anyone to be had. Suddenly your eyes are drawn to a black cloth pouch resting on the ground. You reach down and pick up the pouch, startled to discover it contains a small quantity of event tokens, this is just five adventure tokens. If you if you did this adventure when it first came out, you'd have got more. But that's that's just But you get less because well you're late. You're gonna you gotta play you gotta play you to get the best reward you should play these adventures near near when they're put out, otherwise they will be jiggled down a bit just for reasons I guess it's just a reward for continually playing and you know being more likely to buy packages and things is that you get you get better rewards from the seasonal events that even the ones that do become permanent you get better rewards required five adventure tokens after securing the valuable currency, take a last look at the misty, foreboding mouth of the cave before turning and setting off through the wood. Eager to return to a more familiar part of the forest. As you move through the wood, you can't help but wonder about the grim lair through which you've descended after entering the cave and what, if any, significance of that dark place and its unseen denizens might be. You also consider whether or not to get a counter the unwell wound whose whispers, which always seem to catch you off guard, hints at a shadowy purpose yet revealed. Before covering a hundred yards, you conclude it is most likely you will. Months later, early evening, the long blade alehouse makes book. The walker's din filling the alehouse's crowded common room was regularly punctuated by a pall of vile cursing, courtesy of the rugged band of mercenaries bound for Twithick. Well, I hope I don't have to fight these ones. In, con in conversing with several members of the loud, mostly jovial troop, 
You learn they are seeking to enter the service of Thane Poland as he tries to deliver the semblance of law and order to the steedy Witherport. Yes, I guess he needs all the hope he can get, even if it is a bit walkers. As the captain of, Mer of mercenaries, a brigand leps Aldred, finishes bending your ear with an obviously exaggerated account of battle against a score of highwaymen. He, weighs, he rises from your table and staggers off to fetch another flagon of the landlord's potent brew. At that moment, your eyes follow the teeming mercenaries' meandering path. You spot something that causes your heart to skip a beat. Seated at the table on the far side of the room, his gaze fixed on you. The glowing blue spectre of a man clad in chainmail. The ghostly figure, his hand clutching a phantasmal flagon, flashes as he raises his vessel towards you with a respectful gesture. He then lifts the flagon to his lips and appears to drink deeply. Before you can attempt to make sense of the eerie turn of events, your eyes are drawn to the opposite corner of the room, where the ghostly figure of a rogue woman leans back against a wooden pillar. She turns her head to meet your stare and smiles. Just to your left, seated on the stool in the corner, is the spectre of a hooded man, his gloved white hand grasping the hilt of a dagger tucked into his belt. He raises his head, regarding you with a quizzical look, then smiles, nodding once. The approaching heavy footfalls from behind make you instinctively pivot. Pivot. Pivot in your chair to face the sound. The apparition gliding up to you is the woman you met here many months ago. The ghostly woman floats up to the edge of the table, looks down at you smiling. She waves her arm across the room and you follow her sweeping gesture, shocked as your eyes fall upon dozens of glowing apparish apparitional figures tucked into the throng that fills the alehouse common room. Each of the spectral figures turns and looks in your direction and either nods or salutes you with a friendly gesture. You come to the sudden realisation you seem to be the only person present who sees the spirit. Well, probably for the best, really. One by one, as abruptly as they disappeared, the spectral figures begin to vanish, leaving behind only a faint, rapidly dis dissipating mist of blue sparkles to mark their passing. The ghostly woman hovering before the table, the last of the spirits to disappear, nods and waves as her glowing form slowly fades from view. When the last of the f last traces of the ghost have vanished, you again scan the common room, making certain no one else took notice of the now departed spirits. The walker's commotion in the owlhouse's common room seems to be seems to be a the Alehouse's common room seems to be eternally embroiled, continues unabated, reaffirming, reaffirming the notion that you alone witnessed the spectral fog. Aldred, the braggart, the braggart mercenary captain whose long, embellished and ultimately pointless stories could easily be considered a form of torture, turns to a table bearing two, turns to the table bearing two flacons of ales. There you are. Alas, oh, he says, shoving one of the vessels across the table to you as he take, retakes his seat. You need just a bit of that, because I've got a real yarn for you this time. 
No more bandits or golems, although I have dozens of tales to tell you about those old. I'm talking about the wizard dead, mind. Encountered them up near Port Halleck several years back, while rescuing a nephew of a rich merchant from a troll's cave. He knows where he swallows more than half of the air on his flagon. Belches leans across the table. He casts a wary gaze about the con room, before continuing in a more subdued tone. That's right. The wizard dead. All bone. Skeletons. Have you ever seen one? The wizard sort, I mean. It's not a sight one easily forgets. For a moment your thoughts return to the misty cave in the copper wood. The grim lair to which it led. And the gruesome perils you confronted in those dark, twisting, bone-strewn corridors. As Eldred passes on, describing in detail the sound of the skeleton's hiss. You wait. You you, pluck, you jump into your flagon and sip at your ale, wishing you were presently somewhere else, anywhere else. Maybe even back amidst untold heaps of bone. And that is the end of that adventure. With 4,096 experience to general, and 512 experience to all skills and powers, which is very nice. But of course, the nicest bit was a permanent 2 SP buff. Anyway, that's that. Now, now that I've got... Now that I've got 273,803 gold, there's something I'll be able to buy very soon. Also, I'll have to use a bit of the ATs for that. But that... But you'll discover what that is... Next time. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.